everyone, welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have Michael Jakewith. He grew up in a small town in northern Michigan. He has a PhD in analytical chemistry from Cornell University. After 10 years of high-intensity semiconductor research at Intel and Micron, he left the corporate world to become an entrepreneur. He currently lives in Boise, Idaho, and owns two small businesses, a fence contracting company and an online sales company. Michael is married to Sterling Jakewith, and they have five beautiful children, three girls, and two boys. Michael is an avid outdoors adventurer and takes the family camping, fishing, hiking, and hunting through the beautiful Idaho mountains. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. So we're going to go into our first five, and our first question is, what drew you to this career? You know, that's a great question, and I wish I had a well-thought-out plan answer in the sense of like, ooh, I knew from a young age just what I'd want. But that's not how my path went. When you hear PhD from Cornell going into small business, you get to be like, whoa, something didn't click there. And I think what really drew me, and, and to make it very clear, I walked away from a lot of money to do this. You know, I, I was making real good money, but I wanted freedom. I wanted that independence. I wanted that feeling of being able to take control of life and get where I want to go, even if there's, you know, there's some barrier there. And I, I love that feeling of autonomy. I love spending more time with my children. You know, this, this, this new job, we can just take a Wednesday and go hiking on a Wednesday. There's nobody out there. It's great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what impact do you hope to make? Well, I think, you know, I think I'm going to answer that on two different levels. Number one, I think my biggest impact is really going to be on my family. You know, it's, it, there's this idea that we're, you know, always trying to create a better world for our children than what we had. And I, I grew up in a fairly broken family. It's my wife. And it was very important for both of us from early on that we really wanted our children to have a different experience than what we had. And you know, I, I'm hoping that with this lifestyle, my kids will A, see and have a feel for how business and life works at a real level, and then B, also just have more of me. But there's a second level of impact, I think, where I, it, it, I'm a little slow, so you have to bear with me here. But after 10 years of working in the research environment, I realized I kind of was just a cog in a machine. And I had a theory that I could leave and it would still keep running. And that theory turned out to be true. Whereas now, what I'm doing now, uh, the defense contract business is kind of a, a money source, but my real dream is more some of these online projects that I'm building and really hoping to help people transform their lives. And that, to me, I think is a whole different level of impact. Okay, great. And now think about everything you know in regards to the path you've chosen. In retrospect, what would you do differently, if anything? Oh, a tremendous amount. I look at all those years I spent in university and I say to myself, 
Yes, I learned a lot, but right. oh, what I could have done with that time. Okay. I wish I would have gone off to get a business degree. But what I really wish, to be, be perfectly honest with you here, is I wish that sometime around 10th, 11th, 12th grade in high school, someone had pulled me off to the side and said, hey, Michael, you don't just have to do what someone recommended. Mm-hmm. Let's take a personality test. Let's take a strengths finders test. Let's you know, find out what you re- actually think you're really going to be good at. And I was good enough at what I did, but you know, had I done those things, I would have said, wow, I, I've got a sales component to my personality. I've got, you know, these different parts that the Ivy League chemistry stuff just really didn't touch at all. Yeah. And so I, if I could have gone back, I would have done that or probably gotten a business degree. But that's, that's hard to say. Since then, you know, I think maybe I would have adjusted my timing a little bit. Uh, when I left the corporate world, I could maybe have stayed a bit longer before I jumped full time into business and made that transition a little bit less rocky. It was real bumpy right. for a bit there, mm-hmm. but no, it's otherwise no. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I went through the same thing. I went to school, went to college for psychology, and I knew I wanted to work with families. But then I discovered business psychology or organizational psychology. But I thought, well, no, let me work with families. You know, that's, let's, let's do the greater good of things. That's what I was thinking. And I did end up taking the personality because I was in psychology courses. And right. so naturally they gave us the personality assessments and all those different assessments. So I knew, okay, great, this field matches with my personality. But then as I got into it, I, I didn't really enjoy it you know, as much right. as I thought I would. And I came to discover I actually enjoyed the organizational component of it. So, yeah, I think that it helps to have those mentors, like you said, someone to pull you aside and show you how this path could go and what could come out of that path. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. I was just listening to a great talk by John Maxwell. And if you don't listen to him, he's a phenomenal leadership oh, expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said that stuck out to me is he said, He's speaking in the first person of himself at the time. He said, I only have about four or maybe just three things that I do really, really well. That's it. And so anything else, my goal is to find the right person to have do that so I can just really focus on my critical things I'm best at. And I realized, because I heard something like that when I was working in the corporate environment, that 98% of what I did during the day wasn't using my top three or four things. It just wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's you feel so much more satisfied when you really start to tap into your real potential. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then other people can see that and they feel that from you and they spread the word and that helps your business grow and it helps you reach more people as a result. Oh, absolutely. And authenticity sells authenticity and passion and people sense it. You know, you can tell just from the tone of someone's voice, for those of you listening to the audio right now, you know when someone's trying to pull one over on top of you. You know when someone's not giving you their authentic self. And likewise, you know if their heart's not in it. Passion and authenticity sell every time, every field, across the board. Yes. (laughs) Now, what trends do you see within your specialty? So that's really an interesting question. Um, I'm going to answer that right now, I say, in terms of online sales. And I see some interesting trends right now. There's this neat, um, I'll say, progression where the online sales market is becoming easier than ever. Mm. And there's all, all these different you know, pieces of software that are coming out that are expensive that build your tribe and sell something. And so that's awesome. I'm really excited for that. But what I'm also seeing is that people are becoming... I don't want to say it's just less and less willing to risk themselves. Mm. Um, 
And so I think there's a room right now in this environment for someone who is willing to be authentic and willing to dive in with passion, willing to take risks, but calculated risks, not wild risks. I mean, some people are, you know, which want to throw themselves to the wind and see what happens. And some people are so nervous they never want to go anywhere. So it's this idea of bring that into play. And so I think there's a lot of potential there, but you know, one of the businesses I'm doing right now is just finding potential clients who don't know how to sell stuff, but have a great idea and help them to sell their stuff online. And I think there's a lot of neat things happening. The online sales are the way of the future. That's for sure. There's wow. no doubt about it. Let's look at Amazon. <laughs> now, what advice would you like to offer listeners? I think the real advice I would offer listeners is to really spend the time and unfortunately the money to get to know yourself. Mm. The same as what we were talking about here. Most people I talk to have never even taken a personality test. There's a lot of great ones out there. Big Five is solid. Disc is solid. Um, I, I, there's a few that I don't like as much. Briggs Myers tends not to have as much statistical backing to it, but even that can to be something. But just do something to learn who you are and how your brain works and what your strengths are. Spend the money for the Strengths Finders test. Yes, it's 80 bucks, and that feels movie, but it's worth it to know who you are. And then once you know who you are, decide how does that fit into what you want to do with your life. And maybe like me, when I popped up and I said, oh shoot, this doesn't fit. I'm not where I want to be. You don't go from where you are now to there in one step, but at least know where you're going. And so one day, one step at a time, you just plot a course to get there and you start going because it's, it is the key to meaning, the key to fulfillment. Jordan Peterson, another guy I follow, one of his rules for life is do what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And so many people now just choose the expedience easy. It's right in front of them. But honestly, it sucks. You wake up at the end of the day and you're like, uh, well, what am, I, what am I doing here again? I, I don't know. There's yeah. no passion there. Life is about passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should be doing what we enjoy, definitely. Absolutely. Now, you are not only busy with five kids, <laughs> but you're busy with two businesses and a podcast called the Catholic commute. And you also mentioned to me before that you have some projects coming up. Can you tell us about those? I'd love to. So one of the things you'll discover about me is I, I love handling lots of things. My, one of my top five strengths is strategy and this idea of just handling all these different components going on just, just makes me so excited. So my, my podcast is called The Catholic Commute. I'm a Roman Catholic. These days that starts to feel a little more Roman and a little bit less Catholic with how stuff's going, but that is what it is. So, and the idea of the podcast is almost kind of what I'm saying here. It's a 30-minute bite-sized chunk of one thing you can do to level up your game through the way you listen to it. And it's designed to be long enough that you can just listen to it in your commute to work or if you have a short commute, maybe two and pack home from work, that kind of a thing. It's just a little level. Now projects, uh, my wife just launched her goal setting program, did phenomenally well. It's called Catholic Women Shine. All of our stuff is generally designed towards Catholic people. But honestly, a lot of it, you have a great, great deal of value even now, but that is what we designed for. Uh, right now, my wife and I are putting together a pretty big program. We're trying to build a virtues-based parenting course and so that's coming up you'll see that here in probably a couple weeks we're going to call it uh, roots and wings you'll find it at rootsandwingscourse.com and so that's coming up to get we're putting that together and i think that's gonna be really phenomenal because we're just taking all of the great self-help gurus all of the great parenting gurus combining them together and then folding in a rich history of virtues and what it is we want to build in our children because i said early on one of my biggest motivations is the children Yes. That's just so important to me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So would you like to add in, anything else before I do the quote of the week? I'd say go for it. I, I've always got more to add, but I think <laughs> and I, and I want to hear what the quote is too. Okay, great. So usually I do either a joke or a quote of the week. So today we're going to do a humorous quote. <laughs> and this is from Frank Dane. He says, time is money, especially when you are talking to a lawyer or buying a commercial. That's for sure true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So as we close, will you tell us how to contact you? Absolutely. There's a lot of ways out there. Uh, if you want to meet me directly, uh, you can get, use my email address. Uh, Shalana will put that in the notes, I'm sure. Uh, yes. Michael.j.jake with a Gmail. Or you can come check us out at any of our different projects. You can find me at thestakesarehigh.com, which is kind of the home for my podcast and a couple of other projects. Or come check out in a few weeks, rootsandwingscourse.com. Love to connect with you. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you again for joining us today. And thank you for your time. And you enjoyed the rest of your day. Shalana, it was my pleasure. I really enjoyed our conversation today. You're a fun lady. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to Shalanda at TooksWaterGuidance.com. Shalanda at TooksWaterGuidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.